Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance guests on the Goodyear Hotline, and we are full up today. Westbrook to the Lakers, NBA Draft, Baseball, Blockbusters, Rogers, Details, and for the love of all things holy, Zach is finally in camp. We need more than two hours. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. For Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Brody is going back to his hometown of L.A. Ooh, talking about smoke in the city. Westbrook, a pull-up jumper. Good. This is the Westbrook Show. Let me give you Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. When I woke up this morning, and I don't know how these algorithms work, but on my timeline, when I awoke this morning, the first three tweets consecutively were Adrian Wojnarowski, the legendary Woj, telling us that Russell Westbrook had been traded to the Lakers. Jeff Passan, our baseball insider extraordinaire, telling us that Max Scherzer has been traded to the Dodgers. And Heather Dinich, our college football insider, telling us that Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC is basically a done deal. What a freaking night. (laughs) What a day in the world of sports. And what a good day we picked to do a back-to-back episode, if you will, or a second episode of Get Up. We'll be live this afternoon, 4.30 Eastern on ESPN, covering all of the baseball trade deadline action, which is clearly not done, although it has already been crazy. There's so much to get to. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. The only way I could think of to do it was to put it in the form of a question. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. The question of the day is, did two teams in one city both win championships last night? The Dodgers with their enormous acquisitions, and the Lakers bringing in Russell Westbrook. Those are the questions. Let me get the answers from my vice presidents of their respective sports. Hembo, I start with you. Did the Dodgers win the World Series last night? No, all the Dodgers did last night was fill a couple holes. You you heard Buster only tell it to us this morning on the TV show. The Dodgers right now have a stripped-down roster uh, on paper, at least when everyone is healthy. It's the most talented team in all of baseball. They add, they're adding Trey Turner. They're adding Max Scherzer. But they really needed to do those to, to add those guys just so they can keep pace within their own division. I'm not ready to declare the, the Dodgers the clear favorite to win the World Series just yet. Can I push back a tag? Please. They are going to start in some order, and I assume it will be this in a postseason series, Max Scherzer, Walker Bueller, and Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw is their game three starter. And, and, and the, I, I just can't, um, I can't get my brain <laughs> to a place where that doesn't equal being a significant favorite to win everything. Well, Vegas thinks you're right. Vegas does have the Dodgers installed as a significant favorite to win everything. But the reason I'm not willing to do it it's because, again, I'm not certain that the Dodgers are going to win the National League West, subjecting themselves to a one-game play-in against either the Giants or the Padres. It's one of the best divisions we have ever seen in the history of baseball. And in the Central, the Milwaukee Brewers are quietly having an all-time great season from a pitching perspective. And I know for certain they're going to win their division. So in my judgment right now, they're actually the safer pick. Okay, so that's Hambo. On one side of this thing, we'll have Buster a little later. Meanwhile, hashtag Nuno is my vice president of basketball conversation. Same question. Nuno, did the Los Angeles Lakers win the championship last night? They did not. They got tougher, um, but I don't think that they have enough pieces in place to win a title. They have no three-point shooting in this time that that's what you need. Who's going to be able to be a consistent knockdown shooter in the playoffs. And it's none of those guys. Well, the question is, 
who are they going to acquire? They have no salary cap space, and they only have five players currently under contract. Now, they will re-sign Taylor Horton Tucker, bringing back one of their own. And that begins to answer Nuno's question, but it is the right question. They need spacing. They need guys who can go out there and shoot threes. The question is, are there veterans out there in the NBA who can do that, who will try to chase a ring to Los Angeles and play with very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, very teammate-friendly LeBron, very teammate-friendly Anthony Davis, maybe not as teammate-friendly Russell Westbrook. Or Russell Westbrook, who has never seen a shot he didn't think he was going to take <laughs> or was the best equipped person to take. And I say that loving. I love Russell Westbrook. I love his toughness. I love his attitude. I love his game. I love him. I love watching him play. But it's not a coincidence that the one thing he's never done is win a championship. Kevin Pelton, for what this is worth, gave his grade to this trade last night and gave the Lakers a D. He gave the Lakers a D for this trade and gave the Wizards an A. Here's what he writes. He writes, this trade reminds me of a classic scene from Arrested Development in which the psychiatrist says to his wife that an open marriage has never worked for anyone he has counseled, but it might work for us. I will rephrase that into something that I say all the time. No one gets rich betting against things that have never happened before. And as Kevin writes, such is the history of trades for Westbrook, which is now seemingly a scheduled part of the NBA offseason. It's kind of funny. In July 2019, it was the Rockets sending Chris Paul and a bunch of other stuff to the Thunder for Westbrook. After they got bounced, both Westbrook and James Harden asked out of Houston. And to the Wizards, who trade away John Wall for Westbrook, giving up a lot more stuff. And although the Wizards did rally to make it to the play-in tournament this year, They got bounced by Philly easily, and now Westbrook is out again. But I'm always fascinated by players who are in desperation mode. I have to believe that as much as Stephen A. and Kendrick Perkins were telling me on television this morning, Russell Westbrook doesn't give a damn. He doesn't give a damn. He doesn't give a damn. And I get it. By normal basketball player standards, he doesn't give a damn. By normal human standards, he definitely doesn't give a damn. But I have to believe he cares about winning. I have to believe winning a championship that there is something in him that says, I've done everything I can in this sport, but win a title. I've made all the money in the world you could ever possibly imagine. I've made a difference in the community. He's been remarkable. Look, look up what he's done with getting kids computers who didn't otherwise have them. He's made a difference and will continue to. He's got any number of things set up for himself after his career. He, he is actually a, a, a significant figure in the fashion world for those who don't know that. But what he's not is a champion. And what he will go down as is a guy whose selfishness, or at least whose attitude towards the game, was a big part of the reason he didn't win a championship. That's the the conventional wisdom on him. I'm not here to tell you it's fair or unfair. I'm here to tell you that's what people think of Russell Westbrook. So the question is, does he care about that? And I'm betting on the fact that the answer is yes. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. I'm betting on the fact that he is going to, for the first time really in his career, sublimate his game in a way that will work with the best work with the pieces around him. So I think LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook will work. That does not mean that I believe they're going to win the championship. Because if you put everybody on the floor healthy, I will still take Brooklyn's big three over the Lakers' big three. But here, to me, 
is the best part of that. Forget about who wins. Not even so much about just the the flat-out star power on the floor. But if we sometimes say the one thing missing from sports in 2021 is genuine rivalry, is genuine dislike, forget about the Nets and the Bucks. I know people think the Nets will be put off by some of the things Giannis has said about super teams. Sign me up for LeBron versus Kyrie and Kevin Durant versus Russell Westbrook in the same series. In the same final, we'd be getting both of those. You know Kyrie is dying to beat LeBron. You know Russell Westbrook is dying to beat KD. Not exactly clear to me how KD and LeBron feel about those, but it doesn't matter. Because that will take a turn early and often, and it will be awesome. So I'm rooting for that for that reason. I know I hate super teams. I hate it when they're put together like this. Every fiber of my being wants to root against both of these teams. But who doesn't want to see that? Who doesn't want to see Durant against Westbrook and LeBron against Kyrie at the same time? time. Nuno, are you, is that worth the price of admission? As much a fan as you are of the Knicks and as much as you hate super teams, <laughs> is that the final, is that the series you want to see for that reason? I would love that. The NBA would love that. It, ESPN would love that. Just sign us up. If, we could, if you can somehow guarantee that, uh, sign us all up for it. Is there any question in your mind, Hembo, that if the Nets are healthy, they win the East next year? Some question, but they're the clear favorite for sure. If the Lakers are healthy, if these three guys are all healthy, they'll put some pieces around them. It may wind up being A.D., LeBron, Westbrook, Nuno, and Hembo in the mm-hmm. starting five. <laughs> but will, will that threesome, will that trio, will that big three make it to the final? I think the Nets are much likelier to do it than the Lakers. The West is still stacked, and those guys are going to have to show me that there, that there aren't too many cooks in the kitchen there. Because like you mentioned, even if Russell Westbrook says – this is what I want. I want to play differently. You have to show me first. He's never done so, and LeBron and AD will have to modify their games too. That's a lot to ask. All right, the biggest question uh, will remain about the Warriors and, and who the other big threats to them can be in the West. We'll talk about it. This is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. And we're so busy today as we continue two huge shoes are still to drop in baseball. We will have Buster Olney live with the very latest on what has happened and what will happen for the baseball trade deadline. And the question is, will the Lakers win the title this year? And Big Perk will be in studio to answer it next. We're just getting rolling. Screeny on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. As we continue with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, my guest on the Goodyear Hotline, the big fella, Big Perk, is in my studio, and we'll talk in 30 seconds about the big moves made yesterday, but I'll spend those 30 seconds telling you about Straight Talk Wireless. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, with plans starting at just $35 a month. No contract. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required, actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. And with that, it is my delight to bring the big fella, Big Perk, Kendrick Perkins, into our studio here on ESPN Radio. Hello again, Big Perk. Hey, Greeny, look, I've been waiting all my life to come on this show. I've been waiting on I'm Look, I'm so happy to be here, I'm telling you. It's like me going to, you know, Dunkin' Donuts and getting my kolaches. <laughs> okay, well, I am honored and delighted to have you here. Uh, just uh, When they see you coming, like, at an all-you-can-eat buffet, like, what is the mm-hmm. reaction there, generally speaking? Uh, well, I mean, you know, they first of all, they ask me, how many plates do I want? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they try to say, hey, you know, we ran out of this and we ran out of there, but I clearly see it. And then they try to set a, a amount that I could actually get, you know, only three plates per per person. But uh-huh. You can't overdo it at one time, you know, because I get three plates and I fill them up and I take them to the table because, you know, I may want Italian, I may want seafood, mm-hmm. and I got to get it all at once, Green. That's right. That's why you're Big Perk. Yeah. You're not Little Perk. Absolutely. People like Big Perk. They don't like <laughs> Little Perk. Okay. Let's get to business here. This, the question is simple. The Los Angeles Lakers are not a team that is looking to get better. They're not a team that's looking to make a deep playoff run. Mm-hmm. As long as it says Lakers on the front of the jersey, the only standard is going to be, is this team going to win the championship this year? What's the answer? Well, first of all, Greeny, that we changed their name to the Los Angeles Jeffersons. You know why? Why? Because last night they moved they're on moving up. moving on up? You're right. They're moving uh-huh. on up. And here's why. Look, when you, anytime you could get – Three Hall of Famers on the same team. Two of the most athletic guys to ever play the game in Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. And this is what people don't realize. These guys have been wanting to play together for a long time. They hang with each other. They're great friends. Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook at one point in time were represented by the same agency. And so when you're able to acquire a guy like Russell Westbrook to the Los Angeles Lakers with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, who was already, in my opinion, the best duo in the NBA when healthy, Mm -hmm. it's a problem. Of course it's a problem. But it doesn't come without some questions. Mm -hmm. So let's dive into what those questions are. First off, I had your friend in mind, Brian Winhorst, on TV with uh, me this morning before you yeah, came Wendy. in. Wendy. Wendy is great. And, and he said, what we're going to have to see from the Lakers are two players doing things they 
traditionally have been hesitant to do, which is Anthony Davis is going to have to play center, which typically he doesn't like to do. It's probably his most effective place, but he typically doesn't like to do it. And LeBron is probably going to have to play four or at least play as a big. And he seemed to be very effective and sort of seemed to like, I thought, having the ball in his hands last year and playing, you know, as a 6'8", 275-pound point guard. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Is that what you expect to see? Well, those two guys play as bigs and let Russell Westbrook handle the ball. No, you you know what? What I what I see is a, a team that's going to get out in transition. I see a team that's going to run a lot of pick and roll action. And to Wendy's point about LeBron James, he's right. He's going to have to play a lot of the four position. But we watched that in the playoffs, and we've watched that over the last couple of years that LeBron James – has went to the low block a lot more, mm-hmm. right? Because he's no, he knows, I don't really have that speed to get by, past guys on the perimeter. So I don't have a problem with going down on the low block and using my post work because he has one of the best player development coaches in the game sitting on the sideline and feel handy. So the footwork is there. And, you know, I just don't see how they're not going to make this work. Because of the desire. That's the other question. Because you and Stephen A. both said to me on TV today, you used the phrase, Russell Westbrook doesn't give a damn. Mm -hmm. And my question is, what does he want? You played with him. You know him. He's 32 years old. He's made all the money in the world. He's he's done enormously good things with it. And I'll say it again for those just joining us. Just Google what he did with computers for kids out there who didn't have them when the COVID first started. So he's a person who makes a difference. He's a person who's made all the money in the world. He's got a future in the fashion industry, which he's obviously interested in and clearly will do. How important is it to him to win a championship in his career? It's very important. I mean, otherwise he wouldn't have made this deal happen. Like, he had to agree to this. And Russell Westbrook is a guy that doesn't run from the grind, but he also knows that his window is closing and he wants to win the championship. Greeny, let's go back down memory lane, right? Take Russell Westbrook down with the Oklahoma City Thunder, Mm -hmm. right? Him and Kevin Durant and James Harden, a young Kevin Durant, a young James Harden, they went to the finals. They went to multiple Western Conference finals together. I watched Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant run up a a 1-3 pick and roll down the stretch when it matters the most. I was part of that team where he deferred and let KD be KD. Russell Westbrook has the capability of elevating this game when it matters the most. The Brooklyn Nets knows that firsthand. He dropped the 40-piece on them in the Barclays Center this Mm -hmm. year. So every time we question his ability to to be able to play off the ball, he proves us wrong. Even when you go back to the Olympics, and I know it's a different style of play, but Coach K put Russell Westbrook – he brought him in off the bench, and everybody was questioning, can Russell Westbrook play off the ball? Yeah, he can. And he did just he, he did that when he's challenged. And right now I know Russ is going to the Lakers, and he knows what's at stake. And like Stephen A. said, the pressure is on him more, than, more so than ever. And I think he knows that. I think he's going to get in the gym and, and, and tweak his game, meaning taking those thousands of jump shots, moving without the ball, learning how to play alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So I see it working perfectly fine. Big Perk is with us here. We're brought to you by Samsung Galaxy. You won't be able to go back to mediocre after this. Are you ready for this life? Find out at Samsung.com slash reserve. My favorite part of this, Mm. and Big Perk, I don't like super teams. I root against super teams Mm -hmm. as a rule. But even I would sign up right now 
for the Nets and the Lakers in the finals next year because the LeBron versus Kyrie, uh, Kyrie dynamic mm-hmm. and the Westbrook versus KD dynamic would be so fascinating, I can't pass up on that. What would it actually be if those guys went against each other on the biggest stage in the NBA Finals? Well, well one, they would have the most views in sports history, I believe, especially in the NBA. And then you want that beef. You know what I mean? I always mm-hmm. say, Greeny, if you, if you got beef, let's make hamburgers, all right? And I think <laughs> when you look at it, Russell Westbrook has something to prove. He wants to beat Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. He knows their relationship. He, You know, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving relationship is what Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant relationship should have been. Mm. You watch James Harden go there after leaving – Uh, You know, after teaming up with Russell Westbrook and, you know, James Harden having this certain type of beef with with KD because KD signed with Golden State when he had the opportunity to go to Houston when James was in Houston. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of friction there. And Kyrie, he steady shoots his slugs at LeBron James. And LeBron James don't say nothing, but it's in the back of his mind. But here's here's the guy that you have to watch out for. It's Anthony Davis. Mm. See, all this attention that Giannis is getting right now, Anthony Davis don't like that, right? Anthony Davis do not like that one bit. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis is supposed to be where Giannis is at right now. Anthony Davis is supposed to have a defensive player of the year, an MVP trophy. Anthony Davis wants that. And right now, Anthony Davis has been quiet. I heard he's working his tail off. And he is the guy that you have to be worried about when it comes to next season. That is so fascinating to me. Greeny and Big Perk is with us here, coast to coast on ESPN Radio. So which big three? Because this is the game that people will play. And this is no one understands the dynamics of social media better than you do, Big Perk. I love following you on it. I love the fun you have with it and the way you manipulate it. So the question is, which is the better big three? The one that Brooklyn Nets have or the one the Lakers have? Well, here it is, right? When you look at scoring-wise, you got to give it to the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. But when you look at focus, the mentality, and trying to get to the promised land, you got to go with the Los Angeles Lakers because we know one thing for sure. LeBron James has zero tolerance for the extra, right? He he does not want the extra. That's why Kyle Kuzma is gone because he bought too much extra, mm. right, and not being able to lock in on his job. LeBron James, when you come on the team with LeBron James, he's locked in and it carries over. You can see it, and he leads by example. I have my concerns with the Brooklyn Nets. I do. What are they? It, well, one is Kyrie Irving, right? We don't know what his mind is going to be on a day-to-day basis. James Harden is another one, right? We know when he get between the lines, he could perform out of shape. But but the thing is, is that how much do we actually care about winning a championship, right? You watching Kevin Durant just come off a historical playoff run by himself, those numbers he was putting up. And what did he do fresh off of torn Achilles and going through a full NBA season? He joined Team USA. Right now, what is James Harden doing? Right? He's on the worldwide tour with Lil Baby, going to concerts and things to that nature when he should be locked into the gym. The season is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, and when, usually when you pull your hamstrings, your hamstring or you have those soft tissue injuries, a lot of times it's because – you know, you're putting so much stress on your body because you're not in the best of shape. 
And clearly that has been a question mark with Harden for a very long time. So good here with Big Perk. Do you have another minute with me? I have two more questions. Green, I got five minutes. Okay, I love it. Well, that's yeah. what I have exactly. Let, <laughs> let me tell you, whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York or a mascot in Missouri, ZipRecruiter's technology finds people with the right experience for your job and invites them to apply. And you can try it for free only at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. And speaking of people looking for jobs, uh, some of the wheeling and dealing continues. So Woj tells us this morning... Bradley Beal's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. All the speculation, would he demand a trade? He's not. He's staying put. Westbrook out. We'll see what they do in Washington. The two that we keep an eye on then are Ben Simmons and Damian Lillard. Now, let me ask you first off about Lillard. And I do this on behalf of my producer, Nuno Teixeira, who is like one of, as you know them all, Nuno these crazy Knicks fans. Mm-hmm. You know Nuno. But, I mean, you know all these crazy Knicks fans. Right. The Knicks, the Knicks fans thinks they're getting everybody. Right, so there's no <laughs> Nuno is convinced that they're the one way or another. Damian Lillard is coming to New York. What do you think happens with Dame Lillard? He, so here's the thing: with Russell Westbrook going to the Lakers, I guarantee you it it, it changes Damian Lillard th- thought process. Why? Because now he knows that it's more heat, right? And he knows that with the team that he has. They're not going to beat this Los Angeles Lakers team. So now Damian Lillard is in the same position that Kevin Garnett was in when he was with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm -hmm. Gave everything to the organization, carried that organization. They're both 31 years of age. And we heard, Greeny, what Kevin uh, Kevin Garnett said at his Hall of Fame uh, when he spoke at the Hall of Fame and gave his speech, he said, the one thing I regret in my basketball career was not leaving Minnesota early and going to Boston. Mm. And right now, Damian Lillard has to be sitting back saying, look, I can't waste any more of my prime. I have to fi- figure this out. I have to step up to the plate. No one is going to judge Dame Dollar if he decides to leave. I thought that he should have made the decision early. I thought Golden State should have been the landing spot for him, but he should have done it before the draft. That way Golden State would have been able to give up the seven pick, the 14 pick, James Wiseman, Andrew Wiggins, and he would have been able to go to Golden State with Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson. Well, the reports that we were getting last night was that they were in play for Simmons and that the asking price from Philly was too high. The yeah, Golden State wasn't willing to pay whatever price it is Daryl Morey wants. Yeah, you know, Daryl Morey asking for, you know, he act, you know he's asking for so much like he got Will Chamberlain or Kareem. Now, <laughs> if you value Simmons that much, you might as well keep him, right? But here it is. It's, it, this, is what, this is where I feel like Ben Simmons get unfair criticism. And I've been very critical of him. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I, I'm critical of him is because not of his skill set or his talent or what he brings on the table. I have a problem with his outside life and how he addresses the game. But when you look at Ben Simmons and you look at his numbers, without Joel and B on the court, they're through the roof, Greeny. Yeah. So you have to move Ben Simmons to a situation like where you could play him like a Sabonis right, where he has the ball in his hands. He's able to run dribble handoff actions. He has a center that's going to stretch the floor. See, a lot of this, what happened in this postseason, I have to give a lot of blame to Doc Rivers as well because the style of play that they had played, that Philly played the whole season was 
force feed Joel B and everybody else play off for him. Well, with a guy like Ben Simmons, you have to build up his confidence and keep his confidence there going into the postseason. He didn't have the confidence. So I'm uh, down more is going to not get everything he wants, but I truly deserve I truly think this. Ben Simmons to a different situation, we're going to see Ben Simmons of old. And that's a guy that could put give you twenty points a night, seven rebounds, and seven assists. Yeah, and, and so so he could still wind up being a difference maker on a good team. So let's just figure out what those teams are. Who do you think is in it for Dame Lillard? If Dame Lillard is going to say at some point, come to the conclusion, I need to get out of Portland, where should he want to go? You, it's not where should he want to go, but I'm gonna tell Dame the best fit for Damian Lillard mm-hmm. if they have the assets or whatever they have to give up for him. I would love to see Damian Lillard Lillard in Utah. I would love to see him alongside Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, you know, Joe Ingles, Bondanovich. That would be an ideal team. Now, does he want to go to Utah? Probably not, but that would be the ideal place. They would be right there with the Lakers as far as being one of the top teams in the Western Conference. They're already a top team in the Western Conference without Damian Lillard, but if you could some – some kind of way, find a way to do a three-team trade, a four-team trade, and you could get Damian Lillard to Utah and have that backcourt of Dame, Dollar, and Donovan Mitchell, ooh, it would be dangerous. That was not what I was expecting you to say. They were already the one seed in the West this year, as mm-hmm. you say, without him. They were not healthy by the time they got to the playoffs. Mitchell was banged up, and they got bounced when they did, which I guess does make it an interesting question. Like, who's the biggest threat to the as currently constituted – we're talking about the Nets and the Lakers. Who's the biggest threat to the Lakers in the West, in your opinion? In my opinion, the biggest threat to the Nets is, I mean, to the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi is not coming back this season. You know what? Say I, that I, again. Kawhi is not coming back this season. Can you fill in the blank on that? I mean, I'm just saying, but because we know how he nurses injuries. Yeah. I was a guy that tore my ACL and with – the injury history that he has, we watched him sit out the entire season mm-hmm. because of his quad. And, and Kawhi's not going to force anything. I don't believe he comes back. Um, I think the biggest threat is the Phoenix Suns. I think they're the Phoenix Suns. I think Chris Paul's going to resign. I love that they picked up Landry Shamit last night in the, in the trade. They're going to continue to add depth. Um, and I think the Phoenix Suns are the biggest threat because the right now the Western Conference is wide open. We don't know how Klay Thompson is going to come back next season. What an absolute pleasure this has been. Big Perk, I could do this all the time. Thank you so much, well, my big fan. I appreciate you, Legend. Thank you for having me, well, Green. It's a pleasure, really. I, I really <laughs> enjoy this. And, and look, the NBA gave us so much, and we head into next week, and we'll see what they continue to give us. We'll continue again. It's a, it's a monster day. We've got the baseball trade deadline. We've got the pieces that have been moved and two huge shoes still to drop we'll get into those details next after this word from california almonds you know country versus country you versus the home printer no matter the competition you need natural fuel and almonds are exactly that fuel for the best you almonds are natural energy packed stay on task feel good fuel to power you through a handful of almonds have six grams of plant-based protein they're also an excellent source of vitamin e and magnesium can't get any easier to fuel good so you can feel good so whether you're podium topping or printing at home almonds are natural fuel for the best you california almonds own your every day every day it's espn radio
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. In just a moment, I will explain why the best parts of sports are when they make you cry. That's coming up in just a moment here. And we're brought to you by Samsung Galaxy. Reddit user Ja1073 says, you got to look yourself in the mirror and ask, am I ready for this life? You won't be able to go back to mediocre after this. Are you ready for this life? Find out at samsung.com slash reserve. Now, we will get all over the baseball trade deadline coming up in just a few minutes. Buster Olney's going to join us. Hembo's going to get the green light. I will explain something that happened in Chicago yesterday and what it made me think about Uh, And, of course, the Yankees are making moves and the Mets need to do so and everything else. So we will be all over the baseball. But I'll tell you what I found myself thinking yesterday. You know, the um, I did a 9-11 special for ESPN some years ago, and we are actually updating it. And it's going to uh, come back again this year for the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And one of the things that I wrote for that was that the really, really great games in sports history are not memorable because of who won or who lost, but simply for them having been played at all. And that's true in all sports. And and what that makes me think of is every now and again, sports can make you cheer. It can make you happy. It can make you sad. But when it moves you to an emotion that approaches tears, that, that when you are so moved by what you see that you actually cry, that's when sports are at their best. And I've seen two examples of that yesterday. The first I touched on briefly on the show, Suni Lee, the American 18-year-old gymnast who won the all-around gold medal. What a magnificent thing they did. They had this camera crew that was, she had this huge viewing party. She's from St. Paul, Minnesota, and her parents were sitting in the middle of what had to be, I don't know, 40, 50 people, just a huge group of people. And they, they, you get to see the instant that the scores go up and they all realize that she has won the gold medal. And it, it, it moves me to tears. I see it, and it moves me to tears. All these years that I've been covering sport, that still moves me to tears. And then I'm watching the NBA draft last night. 
And there was a kid named Terrence Clark who went to the University of Kentucky. He grew up in Boston. And you were aware of the story. He got killed in a car accident on April 22nd. He most certainly would have been drafted last night. And because Adam Silver and the NBA tend to get things like this right a lot, last night they drafted him and they brought his family up on stage. His extraordinary talent, commitment, and dedication to the game deserve to be recognized on this stage. With us this evening is Terrence's mom, Azmin, his brother Gavin, his sister, Tatiana. To the three of you and to all of those who knew and admired Terrence, please know that he will forever be part of the NBA family. And then he actually drafted him. He said with the, to the, whatever pick he said, the, the, the NBA selects Terrence Clark and they brought his mom, his sister, and his uh, young brother up on the stage and they all got the hats, you know, like the draft picks would always get and the crowd just went crazy that was there. And it was just a beautiful moment. And I was actually moved to tears watching this thing. I, I don't know. I'm a parent. And I guess that sort of, I can't even fathom being his mother. I cannot fathom being his mother. And whatever it is now, three months or whatever April 22nd ago was, removed from losing my son, standing up there and having that moment. So good on you to Adam and everybody else over there. Um, because it, it, I'm sure that I was not the only one who at minimum had a lump in their throat. But it did get me to thinking if I could just completely change the subject. I sit here talking to you, Hembo, and you, Nuno, every single day. Neither one of you strike me as criers. You just don't strike me as easily moved people. Nuno, you're the most cynical person I think I've ever <laughs> met in my entire life. So I will ask you the question. Has anything in sports ever moved you to tears? That moment, even now listening to it, I was I had goosebumps. So, yes, like I was offended when I saw you put there, like, I don't think you guys are criers. And I told Devin, I'm like, I'm offended by this. I am a crier, whether it's something like that or, you know, on a show and there's like a death or, or no something. No show, touching. no show, sports. Yes, yeah, sports. The, yeah, when the yes. Yankees won the World Series in 2009, did you cry? I cried here. I, most Yes, but most recent, and this is obviously different, 2016 and I'll go back to soccer, Portugal won the Euros and I was actually producing it for ESPN Radio and I cried. I left here and got in my car and I actually cried before I drove out of the uh, parking lot. Like loud sobbing oh, cries right, or just a little... Not ugly crying, obviously, but, <laughs> there was, but there was tears. I'm just asking. And then I turned my attention to Mr. Hembo over here, who's a man... With, it's turned out, it's fascinating to me that you were, you were a person who was as religious as you are, but you yet managed to be a person without a soul. You don't care about anything. That's true. Has sports ever made you cry? Not once. I, I, I'm honestly, <laughs> I'm, I, I get a good chuckle out of the fact that Nuno just answered that way. Like, Me too. You've never heard, like, you, you know the, the term no cheering in the press box. Right. But they don't ever say no crying in the press box. Nuno, you cried while working, while a sporting event took place and your team won? Uh, answer the question, all right? Yes, answer the question. The answer is no. The Philadelphia Phillies win the World yep. Series in, mm-hmm. what was it, 08? 08. 08. You didn't cry? I didn't cry. I, I ran around like a crazy person without my shirt on all over Broad Street with my drunk buddies, but I did not cry. You're telling me that when Harry Callis, and I've seen it said, then the Philadelphia Phillies are the 2008 world champions of baseball. Mm. Not a tear. Great call. No, chills. Nothing. Chills. Goosebumps. But no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Any? Do you cry at movies? 
Now, don't cry at movies. The only thing that would ever bring me to tears would be like a music will occasionally do that. Like, so let it, me just see if I got this straight. Mm-hmm. Your wife cried her eyes out when they brought Tom Selleck out on the Friends reunion. That's true. But nothing has ever made you cry. Yes, that is, that is correct. And, I mean, I probably won't cry until, until my wife leaves me for Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that would, okay, I buy it. I buy everything about that. I buy that she would do it, and I buy that it would make you cry. Country versus country, you versus the home printer. No matter the competition, you need natural fuel. Almonds are exactly that fuel. For the best you, almonds are natural, energy-packed, stay on task, feel good fuel to power you through. It's California Almonds. Own your every day, every day. Buster and more as we have a tearful <laughs> baseball trade deadline next on ESPN Radio. Oh, stop it. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.